Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 15 of The Cheerful Cynics with me, Gaia, and Waste of Space, Pooch. Excuse me, <laughs> I, I, not, I don't normally butt in on these things, but I feel as though that got quite personal. We normally, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else, I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> wait till episode 16. What? Chipping away at our friendship, just no. Sorry, no, no. Continue, continue. Thank you so much for listening. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> if you like this podcast and you're listening on iTunes, please rate us. Also, if you'd like to get in contact or if you have any questions, you can email us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail dot com or find us on Instagram at thecheerfulcynics podcast. I've got a question. Yeah. Why is Pooja waste of space? You're not a waste of space. Yeah. That's the only thing that came to my head. Sorry. It's the first thing that came to your head? It, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. This is going to be a very slow <laughs> and, and, and cold podcast. This is sit our silence. final episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're never podcasting together season again. Season finale. <laughs> <laughs> a whole 15 episodes in a season. <laughs> uh, sorry. Well, other than that, you're not a waste of space. Sorry. Oh, cheers, mate. Oh. That's really How are nice. you doing? I'm How's good. How's your week been? My week has been good. Usual things to keep me entertained. Good. But I'm getting annoyed. Yeah, emails. So many emails. So many emails. Yeah. Um, a lot of mine are just spam and things. I just end up having to delete. It is kind of fun going through the scam box. Do you ever do that? The scam box? I mean, junk scam email. Bo- <laughs> the scam box. The scam box, though, right? That's what it is. <laughs> just a box of scams. Here, do you want ladies in your area? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Are you interested Viagra? in Viagra? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you get those as well? <laughs> I thought Not they were just you, oh, wait, oh. to you. <laughs> oh, I thought they knew something. <laughs> Yeah, so this week I had a couple of PayPal ones. Mm. And they were like, oh, you know, make sure you log in because you've authorised a payment of £20,000 or something stupid. Who has that much money in their PayPal? Uh, I know. And <laughs> they just say, dear, and there's a space and then a comma. Like, you didn't even try. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just guess my name. There's thousands of people with 20k in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, these scammers are terrible. They are. They're not, they're not very good. I guess it's all automated, so you don't really say it's one person. No, and they always use like a shit copy of a logo or something, you know, and there's typos everywhere. The old pixelated yeah. thing, right? So and pixelated. I know, so the, these scammers are, I don't know, they're not very good. No. And it got me thinking, who's a really good scammer? There must be a good scammer out there. Professional scammer. Professional scammer. It's almost like a job, right? Mm. If they had a LinkedIn page, it'll say, mm. oh. good at scams. <laughs> I don't know. Endorsed. <laughs> Endorse me. This guy was great. I really fell for his Nigerian scam. <laughs> 10 out of 10. There's a guy called Victor Lustig. Have you ever heard of him? No. This guy is a genius. I like him. So he had like 47 different aliases over the course of his life. And he was fluent in five different languages, had dozens of passports. This guy was just all over the place. He did not give a shit. Dozens of passports? Yeah, dozens. Oh my God. I guess, so it's going back maybe 70 years or so, 80 years, I don't know, a a bit longer. Yeah. But because of that, yeah, you know, I guess they didn't have good security. You could get away with whatever mm. he wanted to. Mm. But one day, he um, he read a newspaper column about problems with the Eiffel Tower. So when they were building it, they had all this, you know, like financing issues and whatever. And the, oh, right, yeah. And he said, you know what? I've got a good idea. So he went around to all these scrap metal dealers telling them that the Eiffel Tower is going to be um, pulled down and they needed to sell all the scrap metal. So if anyone wanted to buy it, you know, just let him know. Just buy the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was selling it for $70,000 for the whole thing. Oh my God. And wow. Then, yeah. And Bargain. He got some money 
And then when when the guy realized, wait, it was they a, gave him money. They gave him money. They tried oh, to buy god. it. They said, "Yeah, okay, that's that's a lot of scrap metal. I'll take that that's on." That's legit. Oh god, genius. And then when somebody actually bought it, he never even reported the crime because he was too embarrassed. Oh no! So he, <laughs> I bought got no money out. back. I know. And then seventy k. Seventy k. He gave him that money. And then yeah. good old Lustig thought, hmm, this is quite a good scam. So he did it with someone else. What? <laughs> he did it again. He did it again. The man should have reported him. Fucking hell. This is oh. why you report crimes, people. This is how oh, you do no. it. You, he sold the man who sold the Eiffel Tower twice. Now that's a proper scam. <laughs> that is how you do it. You know? That needs to go on LinkedIn. That needs to go on LinkedIn. <laughs> that's an achievement. <laughs> I sold it twice and it still didn't change your hands. <laughs> if you could buy yeah. any monument, what would you buy? Oh, if I could buy a monument, uh, I kind of like Trafalgar Square. Ooh, it's like tons of people and you've got like fountains and stuff. It looks quite nice. It could be my garden or just like, you know, no one else can go in there, just me. I get that. But then <laughs> there's, you can't go inside anywhere. I was thinking monument of somewhere where you can go inside, at least get shelter from the rain. Oh, uh, okay. Like maybe, yeah. I don't know, a castle of some sort or. Mm, oh, I'd have Buckingham Palace. Oh, right that. that's a good monument. I'll, that I'll makes take sense. that one. Buckingham Palace is mine. Yeah, <laughs> you can buy it off me if you want. I'm actually selling the the Eiffel Tower. I mean, the Buckingham oh, yeah. Palace. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to take some hints from Tenants Victor. are included. Buckingham Palace, uh, you know, oh, 70 grand. Easy. Well, you can have a room. With the Queen inside as well. The with the Queen included. inside. The Queen yeah. inside. And it's like having a real life 3D stamp. <laughs> you can lick her head and stick it to the wall. <laughs> it's a good price for you. Offer 70 there, grand. Right? Just, just 70 grand just who is nothing is it really nothing <laughs> nothing to own a piece of british piece of british heritage oh that's heritage. a difficult sentence oh that is one piece of british heritage <laughs> piece of british heritage uh, did you hear about the guy who scammed eps i think it was eps have you heard about this i haven't in america so um what does EPS somehow stand for? united postal service oh good good just testing <laughs> <laughs> why do you do this to me i hate you you always do this to me like i'm mid i'm mid conversation you're like what does that word mean like fuck off i'm gonna keep you on your toes you know because i'm a waste of space you are such a waste of space you asshole right Anyway, I'm trying to tell you about this guy. Okay, tell, oh, UPS. Okay. Yeah, good. You managed to say that one. Just about. I <laughs> just slowed about that one down. <laughs> so I don't know how he managed to do this, but he got formed to change the UPS headquarter address or like the postal service address. You'd think that would have to be filed by the company, but he managed to forge it. So, <laughs> As you do. <laughs> so I think the postal service didn't really notice so that they started sending all the post that was supposed to go to UPS to this guy's address. What? So yeah, all the the stuff that would go to the headquarters is now going to his, his home. Yeah, so things like checks and like packages and stuff like that would just go into his home, and it got like so much that they were like piling up outside his house, just boxes and boxes of it. Nobody noticed for like months. Nobody noticed. What the crazy? hell? Yeah, so-, so he cashed all these checks as well. <laughs> <laughs> He made like 58 grand. Oh, not bad. <laughs> In dollars, US dollars. That's still, that's pretty good. Yeah. You can almost buy an Eiffel Tower that much. Yes. <laughs> See, I think maybe he was planning on doing that. <laughs> but if you worked in the UPS and then you were like, oh, we don't have any post. Normally we get tons of posts, but now we, we've got no post for like months. Yeah, so you'd you be think- a little bit confused as to why no one's writing you 
birthday cards or, you know. You're not getting any mail for months. I'm surely that would, like, after a week, you'd be like, hold on a second. But oh. these guys wait, waited like a month, like a couple of months <laughs> before they even noticed. Someone had a really easy job for a few months at UPS. Just like, yeah, put my pro- feet up. There's no post. <laughs> just put my feet up, you know. It's, it's a bit quiet. It's just, it's the weekend. We don't get emails or, or I mean, yeah. posts on the weekends. But the, the, the question is, the guy who did it, or whatever his name was, mm. he didn't really think that through because he put his home address in. Now, yeah, every, like everyone's going to know, who did this? Oh, I wonder <laughs> who changed your address. Maybe the guy that lives there. Flat. <laughs> yeah. You can't deny it. You need no. <laughs> you need a third party address, at least, you know, for anyone it who's sounds, looking to do it out there. Definitely use not your address. It sounds so stupid, but he made money, obviously. I guess he got like arrested for it. He must have, because obviously we all know about it now, but... <laughs> You know, he must have had a good couple of months living a high life. The thing is, if they're going to go arrest him, where are you going to go? To the address <laughs> that they gave. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, here's a treasure map leading to me. Well, speaking of scams, I was going to say spams. But I guess spam and scam. Oh. Whoa. Spam and scams are quite yeah. similar. I am enunciating, yes. if you can tell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of one of my favorite artists called Pierre Probably Brasso? Pierre Pierre no. Brasso? Pierre. Pierre. Yeah, so no. basically he's, um, he's an artist uh, back in the 60s, uh, 1964 to be precise. Mm. So they had an exhibition with all of these paintings and they, they brought in all the critics and they said, oh, wow, you know, this guy's paintings are so good. And, you know, they loved all his work. Mm. Turns out Pierre Brasso was just a chimpanzee. <laughs> what? somebody gave a paintbrush to and he just started stabbing the, the the canvas with paints and things like that what and they they managed to have a whole exhibition with his work and these actual critics these alleged real critics were saying oh he's really good they thought he was a person and it was a, a chimp yeah they thought oh it was real God. It's just a chimp <laughs> just about held a brush genius, <laughs> just, genius. stabbing away at the um, so good at the canvas and then you know to be fair one of the critics came up and said only an ape could have done this (laughs) did they actually joke or like did you think it was really an ape it's so bad (laughs) only an ape could have done this oh poor chimpanzee (laughs) (laughs) which is so mean but then somebody else said uh, I'll I'll get the quote because it says Brasso paints with powerful strokes but with also a clear determination his strokes twist with furious fastidiousness (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Pierre is an artist who performs with the delicacy of a ballet dancer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? He doesn't he know falls. what a ballet dancer he is. <laughs> and then when oh, when it, no. it all came out that his um it was just a chimpanzee, the, the same critic yeah. said, "Well, it's still the best painting in the exhibition." <laughs> and one of the private collectors bought one Damn. of his works for $90. Oh, $90. Okay. I guess what, in today's money, it would have been about $720. Oh, yeah. Because I'm good with these conversions. (laughs) 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 Would you buy one? Would you buy a chimp's work of art? I mean, it'll probably be better than mine. I don't know if I want to be reminded that it's better than me. (laughs) How is it better than yours? It probably will be. I haven't seen these ones, but, you know, these critics seem to love it. Well, the good critic said only an ape could have done this. And he was oh, yeah, bang on true. the money. That's the one that we should be trusting from yeah. now on. That cricket. <laughs> cricket? That critic. Oh, it's Everyone not else. easy to speak, is it? It's really not. Enunciate. <laughs> critic no. and cricket. <laughs> a cricket. Cri- critic. <laughs> but, oh, so does that technically count as an imposter? It wasn't the chimp's fault. 
it's not technically a scam but it was more like an no, experiment it's a social experiment right yeah because they came clean didn't they so it wasn't like a fraud yeah they weren't defrauding people but i guess yeah. you get other kinds of scams yeah exactly do you remember there was a guy he used to work in i guess he might still work in the states but he got paid like a shit ton of money like six <laughs> figures or something and he outsourced his job to, I think it was China. And he oh, paid wow. them like a tiny fraction of what he was getting paid. <laughs> and he basically did this at like several companies. So he was just kind of like living it up, chilling, basically being like this really quiet dude at work getting on with his work. And he's just sending it all to China. So he wasn't doing any work? He wasn't doing anything. <laughs> what was he doing? <laughs> he just, see, he outsourced his job to China. <laughs> He yeah. properly outsourced his job to China. Yeah. And what, so, and I have so many questions. What, yeah, me too. <laughs> my key question is, how do I do this? <laughs> I know. How do I outsource this podcast to China? Because, you know, oh, I am a waste of I space. Start paying people. <laughs> you don't get paid for this, Pooj. Yeah, why, why do you have such a strong Chinese accent? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's genius, but I don't think it would work today anymore because it didn't work for him, but. Obviously did, until he got caught. But You'd uh, think there'd be, like, sensitive corporate data sending <laughs> to China. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, not really the best. <laughs> that's pretty cool. How he, it's so what, clever, though. It's so clever. But if it was kind of, like, Excel-based, yeah. The question is, what did he do with his time? Because that is the know. real question. Because, okay, so, fair enough, he's outsourced his job yep. to, to a company in China. Hmm. Great, but now he's got to be in the office from nine to five, looking yeah. busy. Now that is going to be soul crushing. You just got to sit there, maybe drink a coffee, have another coffee, have yeah. a bathroom break, come back, have a coffee, have a bathroom break, and then it's still <laughs> eleven o'clock, and you're like, shit. What would you? I'd probably just, I don't know. What would you do? I mean, it's a great time to learn a language, I guess. Put some headphones in, learn French. Me amo pooj. Como estás? Spanish, man. <laughs> sí, muy bien, gracias. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we know i think people Spanish. would know if he was trying to learn the language especially if he, if he was working on his pronunciation yeah <laughs> maybe he could be writing a novel <laughs> <laughs> writing a novel about how he scammed everyone to, <laughs> an erotic you know, novel of how he scammed china <laughs> an erotic novel jesus <laughs> don't want to read that 50 shades Thanks. of outsourcing <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> What a what a legend this man was! I, I just yeah. sit on YouTube. Oh wait, wait! I found it. I found the article. Oh, the the software developer in his forties is yeah. thought to have spent his workday surfing the web, watching cat videos on YouTube, <gasps> and browsing Reddit and eBay. Oh wow! Nice. I mean, Reddit is basically you could spend your whole life there. Oh, it's a, yeah, that's a rabbit hole, a Reddit it's hole, if you will. A Reddit hole. You could definitely <laughs> spend your entire life on Reddit. Yeah. I know, and YouTube and I mean there are so many cats out there. There are <laughs> every cat is unique, so <laughs> gotta see every video. You must know all the cats. He knows all of them. <laughs> but then like when you have a performance appraisal, what do you say? You just oh I guess you just be like, Yeah, yeah, good. I did all look the stuff at the that stats. you asked me to do. Yeah. Yeah, look how high these look. numbers are. Attention to detail. Ignore the fact that it seemed to be working at three AM in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what about the time difference when he's submitting work at 3 a.m.? Oh, yeah. Or if someone's like, I need this urgently, can you give it to me in the next hour? What does he do? He's like, shit, guys, wake up. <laughs> yeah, my office is asleep. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's completely foolproof. Obviously, it wasn't because he was found out. Yeah, that's a shame. Maybe we can improve on this. I think he, paid, he got paid like six 
figure salary, right? He got paid tons of money. Damn. That's genius. Yeah. Genius. Well, you've given me some ideas for yeah. this week. So, yeah, next week we'll hear all about what Pooj has managed to do <laughs> with this information. Because <laughs> he's scammed. Next week I'll be calling from a prison cell and oh. I'll be using my one phone call for the podcast. And on that note, that's all we have time for this week. Thank you so much for listening. What's your favourite scam in history? Give us some ideas. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics Podcast or get in touch by emailing us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com. Have a good week wherever you are. Bye. Bye. Bye.